So Raptors were in Chicago, and let, let me let me just lay it out here for a second. Chicago is one of my favorite cities in all of the United States of America. I have two favorite cities in the states. One is Chicago, the next is New Orleans. Chicago, boom. My lady for a birthday present. No, it was a Christmas present a long time ago. I go under the tree, boom, I open it up. Oh, it's two plane tickets to Chicago on a Bulls game in the United Center. Ah, sweetheart, boom, let's go. Yes, we go to Chicago. I love it. We get to go see the Jordan statue. We see the game. I got the whole vibe of Chicago. Amazing. Had a great time. Went to Buddy Guys. Had a fantastic time. Raptors were just in Chicago, and they took a nice little win and left, right? So not only does Chicago, has Chicago produced some of the greatest basketball players, such as Dwayne Wade, Tim Hardaway, Mo Cheeks, Derrick Rose, Isaiah Thomas, the list goes on and on. I thought there's a lot more to Chicago than just basketball. You know what one of the things is that it jogged a memory of mine? It's pimps. Woo. Bishop, Don, Magic Wand. Yes, from the legend. city of Chicago, legend. Legend. And when I watched that American Pimp documentary back in the day, let me tell you something. When I watched that movie, I Part almost good too. I almost changed my career path. <laughs> I almost changed my career path, and I thought about it. I thought maybe I should dabble a little bit. I call my, you know, what name I came up with? I was going to call myself Ginger P, or just Ginger, <laughs> this Ginger Pimpin', or the Gingerbread Man. And I was just going to sit there, and I was going to change my whole career path. But I. You know, I wised up a little bit and I got out of that real quick. But I just have to say a big salute to Chicago because it is one of my favorite cities in the entire world. And uh, we salute you, Chicago. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sports Ethos Toronto Raptor Podcast. And I'm your host, El Hoopo. That's H-O-O-P-O. And I'm here, of course, with Mr. A-Rod, A-R-O-D. And Mr. Max Profit, you better pay me. And today we got a nice vibe going on because the Raptors went into Chicago and blew them out of their own city. Kaboom. Let's go. What's up, boys? What is up? Not much. Feeling nice. We feel nice. Temporarily, yes, yes. but we feel nice, so let's go. <laughs> you gotta take them where you get them. Felt good, didn't it? Well, yeah, our vibe, our vibe has changed, folks. Uh, as usual, right off top, Raptors were in Chicago, the windy city. Like I said, one of my favorite cities in the U.S. of A. And uh, the Bulls took, or sorry, the Raptors took it one eighteen to one oh seven, and it was, uh, it was, you know, I, I texted, I texted all of you in the group chat. I'm, I didn't feel too, too good about it with two minutes left. <laughs> that was just PTSD, I think, of just years and years and years. But, but the Raps pulled it out. So give me that one word. Uh, what, what did you see? What's your vibe? One word. Uh, relief. Relief. Hey. There we go. Because, uh, you know, even though it's temporary, it's just nice to get a win under the belt. Uh, mm. Too closer to the pizza party. Um, <laughs> we don't know if it's going to happen, folks, but you know what? Mm. It's uh, yeah, it's one closer than what it was before. And it's just nice to see these guys finally get a, a win against a team that, I don't know, I wouldn't really say the Bulls are that great. They do pull out wins here and there, but, you know, it's just nice to get a win, man. It's nice to get a win. And it's nice yeah, that it wasn't good. like a wacky ending like the last few bulls raps games have been. Yeah, with the DeMar missed yeah, free throws so and all that. Yeah, That's nice. Yeah. Relief. I like it. What about you, Max? Um, Jinx. Mm. How so? Uh, did we make picks on that game last episode? Oh, did we? No, we were, too, we, were, we were out of it. 
We did not know. make picks. We did not make picks. No. And look at and and yeah, because our picks are off. Like we we're doing really bad with our. Let's picks. just start making picks. And, <laughs> and look at that. Look at that. <laughs> and that yeah. pizza party. Also, that pizza party is a hella jinx too. Oh man, yeah. I feel like we yeah. shouldn't even talk about it. To be honest. It's, it's, it, yeah, you see how it got that bad. kind of feel to it you know yeah (laughs) my word well my word is um what's my word i think nawara nawara we gotta look in the no no. it's just jordan nawara man that 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 miss dunk that he had okay okay that that miss dunk that he had this one right here oh my goodness gracious pleasant surprise no, it was nice. It was nice to see him and him and Gary. Him and Gary yeah. showed out that game. Yeah, it was nice to see dude pop up out of nowhere and play. Like I never heard of him. I had to Google him when the trade happened. <laughs> you know, and it's nice to see him pop out and play and show what he can do. Yeah, I guess he. Um, there, there was just too many guys. It was too crowded in Indiana. Like, what, what was going on in Indiana with with Nora Rod? You give a bit of a backstory if, if well, you know of it. You know, Rick Rick Carlisle doesn't really like certain guys, so he wasn't mm. really playing him too much. But even before that, like he was on Milwaukee, I believe. So he wasn't that's where any, I remember. He him. wasn't getting much PT either. He was mostly just a garbage time guy. Yeah, yeah. So and like in college, he was nice. Yeah. But there's a lot of guys who were nice in college and just don't end up being anything too shabby in the mm-hmm, NBA. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. byproduct of being around such tremendously talented players. He seems like, to have some sandpaper in him, doesn't he? He seems to have a little bit of that in him. I don't know. I said a couple episodes ago, I just don't know why we're playing him if we're not going to play him. It was last episode. Yeah. Yeah. It was last? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, shit, I'm, I'm getting old now. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it's good to just see guys with heart, though. That's what. That's the one thing I, I mean, came out point. of this game. Hmm? Fair point. Fair point. You know what I mean? And and, and I saw a bit of, bit of a, a, a newly... A, you could see sort of a new culture and a new brotherhood bubbling. Do you know what I'm saying? Did you guys feel yeah, that a little yeah, bit? Yeah. That there was something bubbling. There's something growing. And I think they just need to keep... it. That's that development we were talking about, right? So hopefully this this builds on, on itself. I know it's just one win. And we have two more. Get some pizza. Like imagine after some free pizza what these guys are going to be playing. Like, meh. Oh the God. the the cheapest of all the fast foods. Not pizza, as far pizza. as price goes, you know. Like there's nothing. <laughs> this guy takes him to Greenwood and Gerard to Pizza Pizza at the corner. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a terrible spot too. Oh man! Oh man! man. Oh, it's, man. Yeah, those it's guys be those like frozen wings and just throwing them in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> I run past that pizza pizza every day on my run. It just smells awful because you got that little horror Indian place right across yeah, from it. Yeah, so you yeah, get the yeah. mix of That's the a bad two smells. mix. That's oh. a bad mix. And there's an Egyptian spot, Maha's, yeah, yeah. just up a little bit too. So you got this like this yeah, that's cultural. A very Branton, oof. That's a very Branton kind of aroma you got going on in your block. Yeah, we yeah we got yeah we have a bit of a, a bit of a mix in our head here. Yeah. So, anyways, what what else did you boys see uh, coming out of it? If there is anything, or just good vibes? Like what uh, what what else did you see on both sides? I don't know. I like to make a- Bruce Brown, man. Brucey mm. B. I mean, I, listen, I was, I don't know if he's playing to get trained or playing to stay. Like, but right. Brucey B's uh, in the Twilight Zone, baby. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to figure out. <laughs> I kind of like really liked him that game. He played with a lot of heart too. Yeah, I get a feel with Bruce Breed has a feel of yeah, I'm out of here all over him. Like I don't really, I'm not really paying too much attention to Bruce Brown. I don't mm. think they're gonna keep him. Mm. Um, but uh, I do like all the players on our team i just don't like the result of how we're playing together you know what i mean like mm-hmm. when i look down the line i'm like okay 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 
but mm-hmm. the result is ugly. Our record is since the trade is disaster. Yeah, but that I, that that came expected, I think. Though I'm not I'm not surprised whatsoever. I mean, Pascal will sneak you out a couple wins when you don't think you can get it with OG out there. I mean, is what it is. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. just like I said just a minute ago. What I want to see is I want to see these guys. You know, a brotherhood being built where a guy falls on the ground. I want everybody running around him, lifting those guys up. I want to see guys yeah. cheering for each other. Yeah, I want, I want to see that. That was heart. there. And that I, was there that game for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I do miss the old bench mob, man. That was yes. the good days. Yes. Well, we need to have the whole team like bench yeah. mob this now because there is no <laughs> nobody really has the, the 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 real status of a starter other than Barnes. All y'all can get bench, you know. Mm. Speak, All speak. y'all the bench mob. Speaking of speaking of um, um, I benchmark made me think. Okay, when the whole team needs to be benchmarked, like you just said, Max, and I'm like, yeah, that was the 2019 championship team. The, the Mark Gasol just retired out of basketball, and we were just speaking on him in the Memphis episode where we had the street fight between him and his brother. So I think we should give a salute to Mark Gasol. Yes. Thank you so much for uh, what you brought to us, the Toronto yeah, Raptors. Man and uh enjoy your retirement and enjoy whatever you have planned to do and we wish the best to you um from the raptors podcast to you much love to everybody on that championship team absolutely everybody. absolutely um all right so i don't know about you boys but i think we can get out of that game it's just good vibes i think mm-hmm. uh anything else uh you want to speak on or is that it yeah that's it do you guys know, I have one question before we get out of there, though, but I was like, uh, I was sitting on the couch, right? I was thinking, hey, I had one of my boys call me. He's like, man, listen, I was with these two girls like this past hey, weekend. Hey. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I was with these two girls this past weekend, and uh, one of them called me, and she said she's a little itchy. And the other one called me and said she just got a little itchy. And I'm like, Ben, <laughs> like... Ben, what do I do? Did I start this itch problem? Like, did I start Man. this party or did I get it from her? Like, did I pass it around? Like, what's going on? Is there anywhere that I can maybe work on an itch? Like, some sort of, like, tonic or not a tonic, but like a powder, like a baby powder for itch? So I Strike said, one, strike two. You're almost out of there, buddy. That's what I'm saying. I said, let me bring it to the pod and ask the fellas if they know of any spot in the city that quite possibly maybe has some powders that might get rid of the itch for the his and her. <laughs> Do you guys know I think, any spots? I think I know a spot. Hey, Rod. Hey, Rod. We was talking about that spot the other day. Hey, Rod. What's oh, that you spot? Were, you were. What's the yeah. spot? <laughs> Popeye supplements. Supplements. Oh, yeah, that was it. Popeye supplements. <laughs> I don't know if they got, if they got what your boy needs, but man. <laughs> I, I hope so because I'm going to send them there. Popeye supplements. <laughs> For all your itchy needs. <laughs> so, as you know, that means it's another segment of this or that. And we're going to stay in the Windy City with this one. All right. So, first of all, for all you listeners, I had a few messages from some of our new listeners. I didn't tell you boys because I thought it would be a surprise that we were getting shouts out saying they love the this or that segment. So this okay. is the, okay. They've never heard something on a basketball podcast like this before, and they, they love it. So, uh, they said, continue doing what you're doing. So, thank you so much for the message, and we will continue yes, yes. to do this. And More to come. You. Yeah, absolutely. So, the first one up is the street fight and we're going to stay in the windy city and man i went through their old all-time roster and there was a whole bunch of fights i could have picked but i thought okay here we go here we go in this corner we got mr ron 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 artest wow hey 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 ron our 
Artest. Are we talking show. Ron Artest or Meta World Peace? Like? No, no, no. Ron Artest. <laughs> Queensbridge. Queensbridge. Oh, you know, I mean, he broke um, Jordan's, what was it? Jordan's jaw? Yeah. He broke, yeah. He broke, he broke Jordan's something on Jordan. Yeah. Just, and, and it's Jordan just wasn't in, too um, happy about it either. Yeah, but, you know, they did, um, he did show him love after, like, he did. They, you know, he calmed him down. But yeah. I remember that. So we got Ron Artest versus Bobby Portis. Crazy oh, wow. I know. That's a good one, huh? A Rod doesn't believe in. <laughs> in this. That's okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, you don't go. even need to ask me who to go with, man. No. Go with Bobby Portis, man. You're going yeah. Bobby. Bobby Portis, man. Because you know what? Bobby Portis. Mm-hmm. What he did to Meritich in man. that practice, okay. le- legendary man. Legendary. Uh-huh. Not only did this guy smash up his face, this guy sent him all the way to Fenerbahce to play, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he did. He's the, he's played no games. Yeah, no. that was wild. That was no. wild. One uh, zero for Bobby Portis. Wow. Okay. I mean that 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 started quick. That surprised right, so, me. Yeah. Who do you got, Portis or Artest? Queensbridge versus just crazy eyes. Who you Who got, Max Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Queensbridge. I'm going with Queensbridge. You're going with Queensbridge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Ron Artest is. Uh, yeah, Ron yeah. Artest is a legend, man. Ron Artest is like everybody's homie, everybody's yeah. crazy cousin. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> Ron Artest with those crazy elbows. It's like it's like you know how Draymond get like tries to do that, but yeah. everybody knows like oh that's like he, Ron Artest. I you honestly believe like I don't think he knew that he threw that elbow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah like Ron Artest, Matumbo, Carl Malone, Alonzo yeah. Mourning. You get caught one of those elbows, it could be oh. lights out. Oh, like like you you'll die. It's like a George Foreman in his prime type of don't catch it yeah. the wrong way. It might be over. <laughs> I heard that when he was in um, in uh, Queensbridge, like there was a there was a basketball court outside. I guess they're building, and they, he would be outside all night with his dad. Yep, yep. I heard and, that story. And just working, 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 and and staying I out just, of trouble, staying out of trouble, staying out of trouble. <laughs> and I guess that the, his dad would like try to help the other guys in the neighborhood too to like stay out of trouble, stay out of trouble, mm. and stay organized, mm-hmm. and and everything like that. But every interview I've seen with Ron Artest. It just, I just, I just love the dude. I just love the dude because he's got a good mind on. It. Like he, this guy is a thinker too. Like he, he listens to old, um, like nineteen twenties music, like pe- like wild he, stuff. He's similar like, to, he's similar to Tyson. Yeah, he is. He is with the uh, extremely tough, but his personality is like, uh, I don't know, eccentric. He he would knock Bobby Portis's eyes straight. <laughs> but Bobby Portis is, is a tough dude, though. Now that's not to disrespect Bobby Portis. I don't I think like, he has a chance. I'm going, I'm going for Queensbridge in this fight, though. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going straight. Ron, I'm going straight. Ron Artest as well. I think he's going right. to knock Portis' ding, eyes ding, straight. Ding, ding, ding. His eyes will go take a 360, and then be straight <laughs> right after one punch. <laughs> like some Looney Tunes stuff. Looney Tunes, Looney so, Woodpecker. Two one, but a day. Also, though, I'm not. I'm not saying that Bobby Portis isn't going to put up a good fight because A-Rod brought up a good point. He sent Miracic out of the league. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was just so funny. And he, they this kept him on the team. to the hospital, then on the next <laughs> flight overseas, man. <laughs> man, he was done. Talk about yep. mental issues. Like He just he, he fucked his body and his mind up. His soul, his whole soul left the NBA. 
All right, so that's a win for Queensbridge for Ron Artest. All right, so this one, this one I got next. This is The Party. So I was looking through their music, and I'm going with two legendary acts. There was just so much in Chicago, so many acts in Chicago. So I wanted to nail it down again. Sort of two different ones, the yin and the yang, and, uh, you know, rain and sunshine right here. So the first... The first group we got is Earth, Wind, and Fire. Who do you think partied more or got the party jumping more in their time? Earth, Wind, and Fire or in this corner, Survivor. Now, for those that don't know who Survivor is, they wrote the song, Eye of the Tiger, which is the song of all Rocky fans, the number one Rocky song. I have the tiger. So we got Survivor, the group Survivor. God damn. Oh, I know. I know. And uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I had more pictures of Survivor. Some good ones too, but they disappeared. doesn't matter. So who do you think party more back in their heyday, A-Rise? Earth, Wind, and Fire or Survivor? You know... Full disclosure, beyond Eye of the Tiger, I cannot name most of their hits. Survivor. <laughs> but Eye of the Tiger, I will sing religiously anytime it's on. Yes. Yes. Um, but I'm going to go with Earth, Wind, or Fire, man. You're going to Earth, Wind, I just Fire? feel like, you know what, they're too classic, man. You know how everybody's parents had like that one Bob Marley CD in their house? Yep, 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 yep. yep. And it's like, even when you were a kid, you're like, oh shit, greatest hits throwing it on all the oh, time man. right it didn't Jimmy matter Hendrix. like what culture you're from it's just that's where what it was man yeah. just like just like you know your, your mom or your grandma had like the the danish cookies tin with the sewing stuff in there mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you always yeah, thought it was yeah, cookies but it was just yeah you already know yeah, earth wind and fire is just along those lines man yeah, so I, I, I gotta go you. with them man it's like everybody knew them everybody partied to the songs everybody had a good time i'd, I'd say earth wind and fire man Okay, I like that. It's true that the tin with the sewing kit in the <laughs> Yes, sir. Like that. Without a doubt. Yeah. All right, so cool. 1-0 for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Who you got, Max? Survivor uh, or Earth, Wind, and Fire? Shout out to Survivor, but mm-hmm. I was literally born in this uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire cooling the gang. In their, mm-hmm. They were cool really... Cooling the gang. Let's go. Yeah, Sheesh. they were kicking like... They were kicking hard when I was a youngin. Those were the first like songs I can remember hearing. And then when I look back at the the years that the records came out, I was like, okay, yeah, I was literally born in the Earth, Wind, and Fire, Cooling the Gang eras. All those songs, I probably was hearing them like in the womb, which is cool. <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was, yeah, so awesome. yeah. So I gotta go with Earth, Wind, and Fire. That's my era right there. Yeah, that sounds like no question either. Two <laughs> oh. All right, cool. Well, let, let me just let me just lay let me just lay it out here for real quick. Earth, Wind, and Fire, absolutely. Uh, my <laughs> mom actually had a, a greatest hits. That's funny you said that. A my mom had greatest hits of uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Bob Marley. Mm-hmm. I, I still remember the the, the CDs. Uh, anyways, Earth, Wind, and Fire was in the mix too. So there would always be like some good vibes going on, right? Yeah. But let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. Eddie Murphy said it. You remember when Rocky first came out 
and they'd be waiting in the line to go and see Rocky and how Italians mm. got real pumped up when <laughs> yeah, Rocky yeah. came up like, hey, Mo, you gonna get, Mo, yeah, you gonna get me some fucking Smarties over here? Like that, <laughs> like that era, like those Italians with the leather jackets, like real tight, like Travolta-ish, you know, getting real pumped. Like I'm getting the goosebumps just thinking about it right now, yeah? <laughs> so, okay, my half Italian side is just beautiful right now. So when I hear, like when I hear, just boys, like when I hear... Like, when I watch Rocky, for instance, when I watch Rocky, nobody can talk, okay? Like, nobody's allowed to talk. It's just <laughs> not, it's like this, it's religion. It's like church, right? <laughs> so especially Rocky 1, Rocky 2, right? Um, so when, uh, hold on, why is this not even working? Hold on a second here, hold on a second here. Okay, my point is, the moment you hear this, It's over. <laughs> it's over. You're ready to run through a wall. It's over. Right it's over. It's over. It's over. It doesn't matter. It, all racial lines, it doesn't matter. It just everything changes. The moment you hear that, I get goosebumps thinking about the pasta sauce gets made right. The uh, the, the family, the, you're not annoyed with the family. There's there's no run you can't handle. There's no weight well, you can't that lift. Run. There's no, that there's, run in the gray sweats oh, when he went God. up to the, that, yeah. that, that's got to be the best run Cause in that era, everybody had a running scene. You know what, what I'm in, saying? In those in that um, late seventies, early eighties era, it was always a running scene. So but imagine the party. That's the best running scene of all time. Now imagine those all parties. Time. Now imagine back in those days, you go into a disco and the like parties? Travolta days, and those days and the, the parties. Man, like, disco, were, was it disco fifty? Oh was it God. Studio fifty four? Studio fifty four. Studio fifty four. Yeah, they was I mean, doing blow on the dance floor, baby, and, on and the they, dance floor. And they throw this on. <laughs> Come on, guys are getting thrown out of this place. You know what I mean? Come on. Shout out to uh, shout out to Boston George, one of the creators of that whole scene Man. and stuff. You know, I, th I think the only running scene that maybe is up there in cinema history with that is probably Chariots of Fire. Mm. Okay, Chariots of Fire. Yeah, yeah that whole is. movie is based around the run. Like, yeah, the it's like a, It's know. a different type of feeling though, but like it's mm -hmm. you know. It, the the only running scene I didn't like mm -hmm. from Rocky was him and Apollo because it got a little weird in the water. Like when they when they started running in the water with the little shorts, like when Rocky beat him in the race, <laughs> and they're like they're like running in the water together in the double oh, high fives. Man. I'm like, this is a little much. Like, salute to Michael much. Jordan for bringing in the era of the baggier shorts. Yes, and then Michigan from taking it further, and then Arkansas took it too far. But you know. Right, like, Apollo took it. AI, yeah, AI, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that's that was uh, an amazing yeah. era. But man, thank God, Isaiah <laughs> Magic, <laughs> Isaiah Magic. That that's, that can't that can't that can't work no more. Nah. Okay. All right. Yeah. See, I get like I, I didn't even know what to say for mine. So I, I'm going with glad. I'm going with the Survivor, but I know. It is tough, but it's just that dun, just dun, Rocky. Dun. I'm only picking it because of Rocky dun, and Sly. Dun, that's dun. it. I just that's that's the only reason I'm picking it. So, but Earth Wind Fire wins that one two one. So I kept digging in wow, Chicago. Wow, you picking Earth Wind and Fire with your Rocky? No, 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 no. I'm no, I'm picking Survivor. You oh, guys picked okay. Earth Wind Fire, so it's two okay. one. So okay. I'm, I'm giving Survivor one at least. Like, look at these guys. Look at look at that red yeah. jacket. 
Look at these. <laughs> I had way better pictures. I don't know what happened. And then look at this. Like, look at this. Look at this jacket. Like, wow. Come on. Yeah, come on. That's Rocky's Tiger jacket. You know, you can go on Amazon right now and find that jacket right there yeah. for like $19.99. But it yeah, obviously won't be that nice. All right. Next up, digging into Chicago a little bit more. There was two groups in the 90s, late 90s. Well, one is a solo and the other is a group both from Chicago, that that brought that Bone Thugs flow. And they they both kind of did their own Chicago twist on it. I don't know if you boys listened to them back in the day, but I did I already know one them. of them. I already know yeah, one of them. Yeah, we got mm -hmm. Twista, mm -hmm. Twista versus the group Do or Die. Mm -hmm. um, who do you got, Twista or Do or Die? Because uh, I don't know if you boys listen to them, but I am a fan. Not much. So. No? Not much, man. Oh, yeah, one, I, one I, of the groups that I didn't really get into too much. I mean, I always connect the two because of the uh, the song that they did. Which one? Who are you talking about? Do or die? Do or die and Twister had a song together back in the day. Yeah, yeah, sir, yes, sir. Okay. And this was like, yeah, yeah, okay, but I didn't that and and Twister just killed that song. But also, though, or die were really good on that song too, like. Oh, I listened man. to Do or Die, but I always connected them as Twister's people. I never knew they, they were did. Their own they group. were family. They, yeah, uh -huh. they, they they definitely were family. But they they did their own thing. They went on rap a lot, and yeah, uh, they, yeah, so they, they did, did do their own thing. Yeah, but you're right. They were they were their own thing. But uh, I guess okay. So we can't we can't even really. This isn't really a competition. So it's just because I didn't really listen to Twister either. Twister. You didn't I listen didn't. to Twister? No. I listened no. to more Twister than than Do or Die. Did you? Yeah, oh, it was but all about these boys. They were just. I so remember slick. just check. I remember just checking in for Doa Dive because I remember that song right there that they did with Twist. Poe po Pimp. Yeah, yeah. Poe Pimp. What a yeah. one of my favorite rap songs. Yeah, that's a big, big tune. And then uh, speaking of that song, we have a uh, Johnny P. J. P. Rest in peace. Who was the who sang on that song? Who honestly has. This guy's singing right here, which you hear. He mm -hmm. absolutely incredible voice, and mm -hmm. I guess he fell into some hard times in, in Chicago. And there was a video, which one of the saddest videos I've ever seen. And he was—I don't know if he was homeless. I don't want to misspeak because he is gone, and rest in peace. But it, somebody would pulled up on him. He was struggling on the street, and they're like, they had his, their phone in his face, and they're like, "Hey, can you do that? Do do the end? You know how you do that song? Like, you, can you sing? Can you do that oh, end of the sad. song?" And he still wow. did it, yeah. and he still hit the note. And, wow. you know, and, he, and he was looking rough, and he was not, not doing too well. And, but oh, he uh, still hit that note, though. He still hit that note, and uh, that's a real singer for you right there because right on the mm. street, God knows what he was up to, and, and he, passed, he passed away um, not too long after that. But Johnny, Johnny P., one of, one of the greatest singers, and you will hear people say that he's one of the greatest singers ever to come out of Chicago. It's just a little known, but uh, Johnny P., uh, salute to salute. you. Yeah. And also a shout out to Buddy Guy. <clears throat> hey. Uh, from Chicago. When we went, I, I mentioned it in the start, uh, when my lady took us to Chicago, we actually went to his bar and enjoyed a absolutely amazing night. And he, he actually played for the crowd and was throwing t-shirts out and everything. And it was a... Uh, That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Good. I watched a, I watched a documentary about Buddy Guy back in the day. He's a legend. He's an absolute legend. Absolute yeah. legend. Yeah. Um, all right, so the last thing before we get out of Chicago, how are we not going to talk about the greatest basketball player ever to play the game than yeah. Michael Jordan? I think we can all agree on that front. 
And so I wanted to throw the question out and pose the question to you. First mm -hmm. of all, what is your favorite Michael Jordan memory that you have? It doesn't have to be a play. It doesn't have to be a moment. It's just a Michael Jordan memory that you have. Uh, shoot, what do you got? I'm a diehard AI guy. Yeah. Diehard AI guy. Mm -hmm. Like, I will fight people if they tell me that AI is not better than Jordan. I know that Jordan's <laughs> better than him. I know this. And I know it sounds fucking crazy. That's fine. <laughs> but you got to remember, when I was a kid, like, I used to model everything I could after AI just because he's more relevant to my play style, my height, everything. So he's my goat. And, like, obviously, I love MJ. Um, but. My favorite memory was the first time AI crossed him. Mm. My God, man. I still remember Phil going, Michael, and like just called him over <laughs> just so he could just catch that shake. And then AI drained <laughs> that like long range two on him. Woo. And the questions, <laughs> my God, man. Michael knew things had changed a bit. After and like, that. you know, and a nice little Michael side stories. When I went to Chicago, first time I ever visited, my boy and I didn't know where to go, and we're like, yeah, let's go to the United Center and take a picture mm -hmm. of the Jordan statue. Mm -hmm. So my mom lent me her camera. Didn't have a cell phone back in the day, right? Just had nope. those, like, cameras. So we go there. Middle of the night, we find the place where, like, where it's at, but we find out the gate's closed. So we can't even get to the statue, like, and we see the statue there. And we're like, mm -hmm. fuck it. We came all the way to Chicago. We were not, you know, leaving without this, right? So me and my buddy hop the gate, yeah. we get into the hey. night, United Center, I'm posing for the picture and I'm like, take it with my camera, like my mom's camera. Little did I know the fucking battery died. So, no. <laughs> so no. went all the way there and that's my memory, man. Stuck in there wow. just to take a picture, battery's oh. dead. So there's no proof, believe me or not. I don't know. I believe you, man. Yeah. I, I do wow. have a picture with that statue though, so yeah. I took it for the both of us. What, what about you, Max? What's your favorite, uh, any, any memory that, that pops into your head of MJ? Oh man, okay, I got two memories. The first uh, memory is for Chicago. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Chicago. I remember uh going into the ninth grade. Um uh I went to Chicago that summer mm. and um had the best shopping spree I can ever remember in my life. <laughs> I mean, obviously those clothes that I bought at the time didn't really last, you know, through the years as far as the trends have changed, but man, at the time I was just like, holy shoot, Chicago gets busy with the clothes. Yeah. Came back to school that that uh, day. Um, I came back from Chicago the day I started school, first day of school. Mm -hmm. Had to change clothes in the car. <laughs> and um, So the, you wouldn't have to pay the duty? We knew we were going to, uh, it was going to be tight. So I had my school uniform in the car with me. Uh, and so, geez. boom, I'm coming from Chicago to my first day of high school. Mm. I knock on a door. I'm late. The, my homeroom teacher is my basketball coach. Uh, and he's telling me, yeah, I'm your basketball coach. And he's talking to me about five minutes in the front door about basketball on my first day of school. I was like, wow, are we going to like like do geography or are we going to continue talking basketball? <laughs> and then my favorite my favorite Jordan memory is probably uh, uh, just maybe first seeing the uh, the black cement force mm -hmm. and saying, what the hell are those? Uh... Seeing those black cement fours as a kid was like seeing a, a Lamborghini for the first time. It was crazy. Man, <laughs> I remember for me, 
uh, and that's funny too. You you coming back from Chicago, going your first day and speaking to your teacher like that is because mm-hmm. you had the energy all around you of basketball. Because you just came back from Chicago, he could just read yeah, it off yeah. of you. He's just like, yeah. yeah, you just came from where God's from. <laughs> God and sneakers. That's what Larry Bird said. Yeah, he, he knows he went to church, the right church. Um, yeah. So for me, it was um, like I said, I I grew up both in the country and in Toronto, and we first started in Toronto and. And then grade three, we moved like straight, like from first we were in Driftwood and then we went, no, 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 let's go to the bush near Sault Ste. Hey. Marie. Like, so it was like a Shout whole, out to the like, yeah, two, two different worlds. So in the early Michael Jordan era, so like when you're 11 years old, 12 years old, I was out in the country and this is how much of a pull, this is a memory I have of, of how much pull he had in those days, like how much of a legend he was in those days, how much of a God he was, is that I, they, I knew this guy uh, who had a basketball court out in the middle of his farm field. So it was literally in the middle of the farm field. There was no one around, but it was just he had a pad and he had two hoops. And it was like, it was perfect. It was beautiful. Mm -hmm. So we're just out there shooting. And this is how much of a pull Michael Jordan had and how big he was at the time. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we heard somebody yelling and we stopped playing. We're like, huh? And we heard somebody, "Ah, ah." we're like, what? Like, Jordan just missed a dunk. Oh, <laughs> it's wow. like, so in the middle of nowhere, nowhere, we get somebody yelling just to let us know that Jordan just missed a dunk. He was that big. I was like, man, this guy is an angel. He's he's an angel, a basketball angel. I was yeah, just so. thinking about that the other day, like superstars, because they were talking about how big Taylor Swift is and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, Nobody can get as big as the stars were in our days. Oh like my God, the Jordans, no. the Michael Jacksons. Nobody can get as big as Mike Tyson. Unreachable. You know, Mike Tyson was another one. There's nobody was as famous as these people. Man. No, no. I agree with Madonna. Like <laughs> Madonna like, was crazy. Like that you know, type like, of vibe. Yeah, man. <laughs> man. Yeah. So that that was my that was my sort of like your Chicago vibe for Jordan. And then my second mm-hmm. was when he uh just the feeling he would give you. You remember when like the Bulls could be down by twenty five and yep. he'd be on the bench and you just knew yep. they're still gonna win the game probably. Ooh, yep, you knew it was And then when be, he came back oh, in, fireworks. he would do it. He would do it. Mm-hmm. He would do it, and it'd be like it was the most unbelievable, unreal basketball thing. Like his competitive side of him was just so rich and just ridiculous and just there was nobody like him and yeah and, we, we and, watched him prove every doubter wrong everything yeah. they said about jordan we watched him prove them wrong one me- by one and mentally destroy people mm-hmm. that's the thing you know <laughs> he was a just, killer man he's just a killer, yeah. like an absolute stone cold killer man they don't make guys like that anymore no no unfortunately no, and i suggest to everybody the youngins may be listening right now go read a book on michael jordan about his past and how he grew up with his dad and grew up in north carolina like it'll really put sort of a it, it'll make you understand him a bit more of where that that comes from where that drive and that competitive nature comes from and uh i totally and he was understand. born in brooklyn and he was born in brooklyn it's, it's crazy that's right that's right <laughs> well let's give that to the greatest basketball player of all time yes, nobody sir. can touch him i don't care what anybody says <laughs> ai is nice absolutely but i'm still AI is a legend like <laughs> yeah but, ai is a legend similar to jordan where <laughs> you can't compete with ai with <laughs> what like you know what i'm saying like yeah. kobe has his his room too you know? Yes. Yes. I 100% agree. So, Michael Jordan, you're the greatest ever uh, <laughs> from us to you. <laughs> All right. Let's go around the NBA, boys. I have one 
two notes right here, and then you throw them back at me. Ben Simmons came back uh, from his <laughs> he back. Did? He came. Listen, listen. He was gone. Guys. Oh yeah, he was gone for like <laughs> he was gone for like two, three months. Yeah, or well, two I months. Guess, I bet you he's still gone. Oh, listen, listen. So he comes back and he almost drops a triple double. He has a nice game, first almost. game back. But now he he was out again. He hurt his knee at the end of the game. But now I just read that he's going to be coming back the next game. But you always think of Ben Simmons, and uh, like, can this boy ever ever get healthy? No. Like, is he done? No, he's cooked at this point. He's cooked from from a health perspective. (laughs) He might come back and have a few decent games, like, but he's never going to be who he's. Like supposed to be supposed to be yeah yeah it's I like just, how you put that I like the thing is a lot of guys are still on the hype train of what he was and the potential that what he could be and they're mm-hmm. like oh remember the six ten guy dribbling the ball and like defending one through five and making mm-hmm. these outrageous passes and whatever mm-hmm. but you got to remember his game was never cerebral it was height talent and you know it was just in spurts. Mm-hmm. There was never any consistency to it. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're looking at years upon years of that, and he never got better ever. No. Like if you look at his numbers from when he was a rookie, and you look at them now, they're the same. Yeah. These are facts. Like they're not. You know, nobody's lying about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you're dealing with a back injury, and back injuries are always tricky, man. Once you have a surgery or anything like that, you're probably having multiple, and you're probably going to be out for a while and have the reoccurrence rate pretty high. So, yeah, and I what's mean, driven me crazy about this guy, and I've said it so many times, is that take a summer and hire the best shooting coach you can find. I don't care if he's Australian. I don't care where he's from. Find him from wherever. Just find the best one you can find, Ben. And we both have the same name, so I'm supposed to like you, but I don't like you at all because you're a stain on basketball. You're a stain on the work that a lot of kids put in, and the kids should not be looking at this as like, this is what I should aspire to, is just to look nice in front of the camera, play a couple of games per season, and cash a check. I'm sorry. No, get better. Work hard. Be in the gym. Do what you got to do to get better. At least, at least work on your shot one summer. And he never showed that. And, and one thing, too, about this guy is like, listen, every summer they come back with a bullshit video of him shooting threes in a rec center. And everybody's like, At oh, he y. got better. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. buddy, you're shooting threes against nobodies. Even if you're playing against NBA guys, nobody's playing hard defense on you. Mm-mm. They're just allowing you to go take a pull-up three and here and hit a couple. Yeah. And he'll just do that, and all of a sudden guys are like, see, he worked on it. And you know what? He's going to do the same shit next year. Yeah. And, you, and you're still going to fall for it, and it's going to be crazy. Yeah. You know, that yeah. people still... I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I said it a long time ago. This guy is basically a $35 million Peloton ad. Because oh. all he's doing is he's riding the bike on the sideline. That's yeah. it, man. They should put him in that in that Peloton <laughs> roster. <laughs> Just put some shoes on him. Put, put him in a group class. I don't know. Do whatever you want with him, man. I hate those Peloton commercials. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, jo- Joel Embiid, I don't know if you have anything you want to speak on Ben Simmons, Max. but um, uh, I think the Brooklyn Nets are probably the worst. Uh, organization in the NBA, <laughs> as far as like the the this this, 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 this the, the decisions they make and how they go about their business over there, yeah. they're just a, they're a tire fire. And I think <laughs> I think um, and I think uh, if it wasn't for the horrible organization of the Brooklyn Nets, no disrespect to Brooklyn, but no. the Brooklyn Nets, um, I think Ben Simmons would be out the league if it wasn't for the dumbass Brooklyn Nets giving him a contract. Yeah. 
or agreeing to keep paying him that contract. So you're saying he'd be like, in uh, Australia. I, I don't see anybody <laughs> else paying that dude. Like, they actually gave no. him a contract. Like, I don't see anybody doing that. No. Especially with the rep he had at the time he got the contract, you know? Yeah, the trash way he left Philly. Like, mm-hmm. It was so soft the way he left and then, Philly. And then all the injuries, and he yeah. didn't do anything, and then they yeah. give him a contract. And it's like, whoa. Well, let's not let Ben Simmons stain this pod because there has been some good vibes. Uh, Wow. Now I'm going to talk about Joel Embiid. Well, Joel Embiid, news just came out literally right before we hit record. Joel Embiid has a torn meniscus in his knee. And I don't know how long he's out for, but he's going to be out for the unforeseeable future. A-Rod, if you have any more information than that, we'll give you a rundown of what you think. Because I know you and Embiid, are, you're a fan. So let, yeah, let's yeah, listen, yeah. Listen, I like Embiid's game. I yeah. like Embiid's game minus the free throw foul merchant bullshit he does. I like mm-hmm. his game. It's remarkable that a guy that big can have such pristine footwork. Mm-hmm. And score on all three levels. It's crazy. Like he's doing stuff that you don't see from any big guy. And like when he does play against other big guys, he generally does pretty well. Like he, he you know, he handled Jokic. Uh, what was it in Philly? Like a yep. couple of weeks ago, right? He did mm-hmm. a pretty good job on that. You know, he's an MVP. You gotta respect the guy. But at the same time, fuck Joel Embiid. Because you know what, man? This guy constantly. <laughs> is, he's never in shape. He's never in shape. He's never played even over 65 games in his career. I think maybe he played 66 once. We're going to even stretch. Let's say he had one season of that. But yeah, for like I remember that all season, the seasons yeah. he's been in the, in the league, he hasn't even played that many games. It's always missing games all the time for one injury or the next. He's always going into the playoffs, crying about how he's hurt, how he doesn't yeah. have enough of a team and this and that, throwing guys under the bandwagon and being the social media troll that he is. right? And then now you go ahead and you agree to this 65-game minimum um, for your accolades, right? Because remember, the players also agree to what the CBA proposes. It's not just the CBA just deals with like the NBA and that's it. It's like the players have to agree with this they too. To so they, yeah. they can go yeah. talk to all their boys who are on the on the board and doing all that stuff, right? And yeah. he went and agreed to this and it's like, don't try and turn it around and say, oh, I felt forced to play. No, you didn't, man. How about you felt forced to get in fucking shape, man? Mm-hmm. Like, mm. you are not in shape all the time, man. You come into the season either overweight or injured or whatever it is, man, and you're always missing games, and now you can't turn this around and say, oh, I needed to play against Golden State. No, you didn't, man. Take a rest, man. Take a rest. Go That's to, what go I was to, saying. You know, go but, get a nutritionist. Do something, man. Yeah. Like, this is bullshit, the way this guy's trying to spin it now. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to dive but, on the floor every play either. No. Home, homeboy doesn't have long-term ambition. He's not thinking about the bigger goal. He's just always trying to make sure he's not getting trashed online, maybe trying to win that MVP. Um, I play enough games to qualify, uh, throwing shade at people in press conferences when he lost the game. Mm. Like, he's always focused on, he's never focused on the big picture. Like, you know, like, he don't want it. He don't want it. No, man, his body language, is, he never wants it when, when the time comes, man. And that's like the thing. everything in the second round, in the second round knockouts. Like it's like you can talk and all all you want, but what you're showing is you don't want it. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a true test for Nick Nurse. We we know we've seen Nick Nurse coach through some injuries, so we'll see what he does with this. I know right before we uh, 
we started this pod. I was trying to pick up Paul Reed in one of my leagues, but uh, he's on waivers now in my fantasy. So we'll see if I can scoop Paul Reed up. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll see what Nick Nurse can do with. But I don't want to see anybody get injured. You know what no, I mean? No, absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. We and don't I know want anybody you, but, um, talented to to get injured. Anybody who plays in the league, you don't want to see anybody hurt. No, yeah, it's just but, more you know, of like the you mind gotta, is connected you to the body. People like when. When they're doing something stupid and people are trying to make excuses for them, no, you should just call them out. It is what it is, man. Spades yeah. a spade. Like, look, at all the great centers and all the big men over the leagues, or over the years, rather, you look at Hakeem, you look at Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, mm-hmm. uh, Mutombo, uh, you know, Shaq. Like, all these guys played heavy-duty minutes. We're talking high 30s. High yeah. 30s. There's no, I, there's no way they didn't go through... Some of the stuff that Joel Embiid's doing. Oh no, they were all painkillers. No that Shaq, that Shaq these guys are playing seventy-something minutes, man. Yeah. Like, or seventy-something games a season, man. Yeah. Eighty-one, eighty-two. Like, go and look at the stats, man. I know Shaq was injured a few times, but the rest of those guys are all playing eighty-one, eighty-two games. Yeah. So don't like, like great... don't come here with that like oh you know the games change or whatever. Well, if it has changed and you got better medical staff and you got better training and you got better bodies and more athletes, like. So why are these guys missing games? Explain it to like me. The, like the great buckshot once said, mind tricks the body, body thinks the mind's crazy. <laughs> these guys are soft upstairs, mm. and, I'm t- and, and, and there's a connection to your mental state and, and how you're able to deal with injuries and all that kind of stuff, you know? I 100% agree with you. If he was truly hurt before, he should have never played. And if you 100%. played because you were just trying to appease to the to Twitter and appease to the people so, talking shit yeah, about so you, then that's your own goddamn fault. You shouldn't that means have been you don't want it. That yeah, means exactly. you don't want it. You're, exactly. you're chasing the wrong things. Yes, yes, yes. Fully agree with you. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. Let's get out of there. So Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, that is not Ooh. how we're ending this podcast. Jeez, yeah, so, so, that's, <laughs> so I can, we came up with a new uh, a new little uh, segment, a real quick one to end every show. And this one's going to be called The Raps. The Raps. The Raps. And what The Raps is, is basically I am going to throw out a matchup. To the boys, A-Rod and Max P, and myself as well. And we're going to see who do we think would win this matchup. The Raptors, the Raps, or whoever I put up in the matchup. So the first one, the inaugural, the Raps matchup I have right here, <clears throat> is this roster, the Toronto Raptors roster right now that's playing on the court, against the Pope and all his archangels. And everything that is good and evil in the world. Who do you got? Wait, wait, wait. What's, what's, what's the matchup again? Hold on. Pope John Paul II. Oh, man. All the archangels behind him. Whatever is good and evil as well against this Toronto Raptors squad. Oh. Who do you got? Oh, man. I got it. Uh, the Raps. The Raps. <laughs> 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 That's an easy one, isn't it, man? Yes, man. I know what's going on in that locker room. <laughs> no mystery. There's no mystery. Yeah, exactly. The other locker room, there's a bit of a mystery. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to go there. All right, no, so sir, that was no, the <laughs> first edition of The Raps. The and we'll, raps. And we'll continue. This <laughs> man. <laughs> Wait, oh man! This is okay. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still thinking about your boy with the itch, man. Oh man! <laughs> he, he doesn't know where he got it from. It could have been A or B, but now he sees the itch. You know what I mean? So he needs that powder. 
Um, anyways, okay, so the next game, the next game, the Raps are up against the Houston Rockets. They are on the reunion tour, Houston and they're going to see our boy Fred Van Vliet, FEV, Rockford's finest, Toronto's. Toronto's heart. I think we. I'll, I'll never forget the finals when he had the bloody eye, and uh, you know I always love Fred for that. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, what do you boys want to see? Eight o'clock tomorrow night in Houston, in H Town. Uh, just don't let Shangun get up to his tricks, man. Yeah, that guy, when yeah. he gets rolling, just he's a little bit of an issue. So don't let him get up to his tricks. Um, and don't let Jalen Green go off, please. please he's going off right now. I, man, he's such a chucker. Like, mm-hmm. just a chucker. So just please, don't let him go off. I know the Raptors probably will because it's a Toronto thing. We just find, like, the shittiest guys to let them have their, like, field day for whatever reason. But Don't hey, don't make a pick, though. Don't make a pick. I'm not making a like pick, Matt man. Said, I'm just saying, please don't let him go off. Just leave man. it at that. Yeah, and I'm with you on that because uh, Jalen Green has been, He's I think he's dropped 30, 30 or more in his past yeah. year. I don't know what it is, but he's on a bit of a heater right now. So, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Max, what do you want to see? Don't make a pick, though. No, no pick. No I pick. just want to see us um, keep some of that energy mm-hmm. that I know Houston's going to bring. Some of that dunk on you, uh, get go viral on TikTok type stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm also want to see uh, my man Dylan the villain had a big win against <laughs> the Lakers the other day. <laughs> Man, he what did he say? He, he got ejected. He got ejected, but he got another dude ejected first. I mean, you know, we were selling the oh, yeah, villain yeah, dudes at his yeah, best. Yeah. He called Jared Vanderbilt a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who calls people a pussy anymore? He's like, hey, Jared, you a pussy. <laughs> Shout out to Scotia. Oh, Shout out to Saga. Shout out to Dylan the villain. <laughs> And then the way Le- Le- like Braun went crazy after he got a little, little like Dylan hit his nose a little bit. And yeah, he just yeah. Went nuts. I'm like, Get even this guy. um, even some of his paid uh, stooges on TV were like, yeah, LeBron won a, uh, is, is putting in his bid for the Oscar one right yeah, there. Even much. his 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 monkeys are saying yeah, that. Like, man, like, get out of here, man! He looked so <laughs> soft on that. Like he ain't played tonight. He ain't played tonight. The Lakers are oh, going to win this game, and they were winning. By at least ten the whole game. Yeah, you know what? Let's start a trend, man. Let's start. Uh, LA's better without LeBron. <laughs> oh, yes, they are. Oh, yes, they are. Let's do it. Let's do twenty-four seconds of. Uh, I I have the sound of a, of a. Um, I like when the I like when the yeah. shot clock. Like the let's just talk shit that, about man. LeBron for twenty-four hey, seconds. Go. Let's go. Talk shit about LeBron. Fuck him. No, oh, I love yeah. it. I love it when these scrubs say it's not our fault. It's the, all this mess going on in LA. You see what we did yeah. to Boston on TNT? It's yeah. not our fault. Mm. I don't know whose fault it is, but you can see who's not playing tonight. All I know, all I know is somebody's getting traded, man. Because the GM is coming out and he's going to be like, oh, it wasn't working. You know, Darwin Ham might get fired. Like, I don't know. Something's going to happen Ooh. with LA, man. It's going to be a wrecking ball. They should just yeah. buy out LeBron and just send him to the G League. G League Ignite. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine they send him to the G League Ignite. Oh, that would be insane. He, he, <laughs> he'd just buy him out. He'd be like, huh? And then, yeah, go the play pettiness. with your son in the G oh, League man, Ignite. No, send, oh, G League, send, no. send him to Phil Can. You ever heard of that? <laughs> the, playing for the, the, river, the Riverboat Dragon somewhere in the middle of, <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. 
Just some place called Tuskegee. Uh, knows where you're at. All right, boy. So that's yeah. it. So um, yeah, who, who you got? The Pope or LeBron? I got the Pope. Fuck LeBron. Anyways. Oh, man. Okay, boys. Well, that's it. So uh, good vibes, Raptors, Houston. Let's see what happens. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll talk on Sunday. Yes, sir. Let's go. And this was another episode of the Sports Ethos Toronto Raptor Podcast, which now, if you didn't know, have partnered with Believe. So if you don't know what Believe is, go look it up. B-L-E-A-V. And Believe is a big sports company, and so is the Sports Ethos. So when they're combined, they're going to combine like Voltron. It's going to be like Transformers. It's going to be like He-Man and Castle of Grayskull. It's just going to be big time. Let's go. Oh, I have to.